Shalom Aleichem. Welcome to Tune In, the podcast of the Yiddish Book Center. I'm Aaron Lansky, and I'm here today with Sebastian Shulman, the director of our translation initiatives here at the Yiddish Book Center. Seb, welcome to the podcast. Aleichem Shalom. It's wonderful to be here. Great. So I'm going to jump right in. So, you know, in recent years, we've been telling folks that we've had this unprecedented, unimaginable number of downloads of, of Yiddish books in the original. Some like 400,000 books have been downloaded and presumably read, you know, uh, in the space of just four years. But I think there must be an element of frustration in that for a lot of people, because not everybody can read these books in the original. And although we're making great strides to start teaching Yiddish again, uh, you know, and bringing it to a much wider public, for at least for the nots, uh, translation is obviously imperative. Uh, something like 2% of Yiddish literature has been translated, which means that 98% of the books on our shelves are uh, at the moment still unavailable to English readers. So tell me, uh, what are you doing about it all? Um, So first of all, it's just an incredible enterprise to be a part of, um, and we are working on four different uh, large initiatives to get these books translated and to get them in the hands of, of a wide readership. Great. So let, let's take them one by one. Okay. 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 Right. okay. So the first one uh, that we're working on is the Translation Fellowship. Um, we announced this about a few months ago, and we got almost two, three dozen applications of, of really just the highest caliber, diverse diverse demographics, diverse projects that people proposed uh, to translate book-length projects. So these are people that will work for how long under the project? So it's a year-long fellowship, and in the end we took six fellows, which we're very happy about, and each fellow is paired with a carefully selected mentor. Um, so everyone has their particular project that they're working on, and they get a fellow that matches those strengths, those interests in that particular project. And three times a year, they come to the book center for more intensive collaborative training. I have to tell you, the number of applicants is just kind of mind-blowing, because for the past 10 years, we've been running a program at Yale University Press, putting out really spectacular, excellent, you know, scholarly translations of Yiddish literature. But in all that time, we thought, oh my God, there are, you know, a half dozen good Yiddish translators left in the world, and they were all, uh, not all, but many were, you know, uh, well along in years, and we really were sort of despairing of who in the world would ever continue to translate Yiddish literature. And now we have over 30 applicants for a program like this? It, it's, the interest is just incredible, and, and not just the interest, but the talent. Um, and, and that's what the program is about, is, is honing this talent, refining the, the, the craft that people want to have and that, the skills that they have, and create a new cohort of translators. Right, and of course, it's not only a new cohort of translators, but in some way, it's a new cohort of titles as yes, well, right? Yes, absolutely. The, the projects that people proposed are just all over the map. You have canonical figures like Avram Sutzkiver, but cast in a new light. So we have one of our fellows, Sholem Berger, uh, from Baltimore. A, is, a physician, right? A, uh, he works as a, a medical doctor uh, at Johns Hopkins University, um, but he is also just a, a wonderful and very capable Yiddish translator, and he's working on Avram Sutzkever, but he's working on his prose. So uh-huh. Sutzkever is known as a renowned poet, um, but this is casting this sort of well-known figure in a new light. And, and so that's one aspect of it. But then we have projects that are just so outside the, the canon, as it were. Um, one, uh, another fellow, um, Amanda Siegel, is working on a literary memoir of Jewish life in Argentina, uh, which is just amazing, a, a chapter in Jewish history that we really 
don't know anything about. Finally, we're, we're bringing this to life through translation. So that's a great example. Had you ever heard of the book? No, never. Uh, it's called Der Goldspinner, uh, which is a reference to a Sholem Aleichem story, uh, the gold spinner in English, and uh, the author is Elias Marchevsky. Never heard of this. It, it talks about um, life on Jewish agricultural colonies in the Pampas and, and life in Buenos Aires. This is something that, that no one knows anything about. And, and finally, people will be able to read it in, in, in English. You know, this is one of the problems we'd had with the Yale series, in that we had this wonderful and very distinguished uh, academic advisory board. And people were enormously knowledgeable, except for the fact that it became apparent over time that, you know, all of us had been trained by the same three people. And therefore, everyone sort of knew the same de facto canon of 200 titles, 300 titles, but we're talking about a universe of 40,000 titles. I can't tell you how many times I've walked out of my office and come down here and walked through the stacks, and I look at those books, and I always wonder, you know, what, what are the rest of these all about? And, and people are passionate about the, these projects that, you know, for one reason or another, they're, they're drawn to this corner of, of Yiddish literature, of the Jewish world, that didn't get the attention that it deserved, and this is finally a chance to bring it to a wider audience. How do they find them? How does one stumble upon a work like that from Argentina? Well, so Amanda Siegel, the, the, this particular fellow, she was an English teacher in Bolivia and Mexico and is now on a Fulbright uh, in Argentina to study Yiddish-Argentine oh, literature. So, you know, different life experiences bring people to, to different different venues. Um, another one of our fellows, Motel Didnit, uh, works at the Volksbühne in New York, the Yiddish theater. And he, he has been working for years trying to get uh, Yiddish theater, um, you know, get, bring it to a, to a broader audience to, uh, of people um, with, with supertitles, putting the English text right above the, 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 the Yiddish being spoken on stage to bring it to a wider audience. But, um, you know, there's still a small canon of Yiddish plays. So he, he's been searching and working with his mentor, Joel Berkowitz, at the University of, of Wisconsin. Who's a scholar of Yiddish theater. One, one of the most yeah. prominent scholars of Yiddish theater. And um, they've decided together, they were, they were working, what, what deserves to be brought out there? So they're working on two plays by Heilevik, um, Anes in der Ghetto, um, which is about the, the Warsaw Ghetto, and Achasne in Ferenwald, which is about life in the DP camps. So hmm. these are just, you know, they, they both know Heilevik's work, but this is an area of Heilevik that, that people aren't, aware of or aren't accustomed to seeing on, on stage. Um, so different life experiences, diff different passions bring people to their particular projects. Wow, exciting as can be. And of course, those fellowships are being sponsored by the David Berg Foundation in New York. But uh, Steven Spielberg and his Righteous Persons Foundation have also weighed in. What, what, are, what are they up to? Um, so the project that they're supporting uh, most, most vigorously is our translation website. Um, this, uh, uh, we hope to have a, a pilot version of this come out sometime in the summer, and this will be an online venue for translators all over the world to come together and work collaboratively. So huh. you'll be able to put up your translation in progress of any work of Yiddish literature, use the PDFs from our digital library, and put them side by side and invite yeah, people. We've got to explain that for one sec, yes. for those who don't know from PDFs. Oh, yes. Yeah, so PDF a is sort of an electronic photocopy of a text, and you can read an entire book on your computer. So you'll put this sort of electronic copy of the Yiddish up with your uh, English translation in progress, 
and invite people to comment, to criticize, to uh, share their skills with you to make your translation the best it could be. And this is an incredible resource, not just to get works of literature out there, but for, for scholars, for, for average readers. This could, could revolutionize Yiddish translation as we know it. Wow. And, and what happens if people have you know, there are many people now who are reading Yiddish, not just as scholars, but recreationally, as it were. So someone reads a phenomenal Yiddish book, and they can't wait to share it with the world, and they want to tell us this should be translated. How do they uh, go about that? So there's going to be a part of this website called the, the Registry and Bibliography. It'll be a comprehensive list of everything that has been translated in, into Yiddish, from, uh, in, 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 from Yiddish into English. Right. Um, and then it will be a, you'll be able to add your own suggestions of what should be translated. So if you've read this incredible novel, you put up the title, you put up the author, you put up a short summary, and you say why this should be read, not just in Yiddish, but by people all over the world in English. And, you know, we're living in a very fortunate time right now. The, uh, the great comprehensive Yiddish dictionaries just come out based on the work at the Medem by Naborski, and now uh, redone by Shalom Beinfeld and Harry Bachner just came out, so it's got twice the words of the Weinreich Dictionary. is going to make life a lot easier for translators. But anyone like you and I who's ever tried our hand at Yiddish translation knows there are a lot of words that still aren't in the dictionary. Of course. So how about that? What do you, you know, what can we, how can we help people with that? Well, there are people, you know, working who are native Russian or Ukrainian speakers and know the Slavic component of Yiddish hmm. so well. And then there are other people who maybe they went to yeshiva or grew up in a religious home and they know the Loshen Kaidish, the, the Hebrew Aramaic component of Yiddish very well, but they're missing each other's skills. So this is an opportunity to bring people like that together, and they can share these different components of Yiddish. So if there's not one person out there who knows everything, we can bring people who know bits and pieces together to right. work work you know, in tandem. So if there's a word I don't know, I can post it up there and people will kibitz or wiki or whatever we call it and I'll let absolutely, me know. Absolutely, absolutely. So there, there'll be a, a sort of interactive glossary so people can debate and, and uh, talk about the meaning of individual words and idioms and phrases. All right, so here we are. We've got you know, young, young and youngish people around the world now working on translation. We're giving them an electronic way of communicating with one another to make all this possible. How do we get the translations into the hands of readers? So we are continuing with uh, our series of peer-reviewed translations. Um, we just signed on a new editor-in-chief for this endeavor. Larry Rosenwald is a professor of English and Jewish literature at Wesley College, and we are just so happy and so enthusiastic about uh, him being on board and, and having him direct this project. And we um, have, for the past 10 years, published about one title per, per year. And these are peer review of the, of the highest academic standard uh, translations from Yiddish literature. And we should even mention, the latest one just came out, yes. which is quite brilliant, actually. Yes, this, this is a, a really a, a, an incredible story and, and hilarious, too. It's called The Zelmenyaners uh, by Moshe Kulbach, uh, translated by Hillel Halkin with an introduction by Sasha Senderovich. It's just wonderful. You all have to go out and get a copy right now. <laughs> all right, Yale University Press. You can get it online through Amazon yes. or through the Yiddish Book Center site. Going onward, however, but these books, part of the problem with the Yale series, uh, you know, as good as the books were, they're expensive because it's an academic press, and what we want to try to do is get books much more widely into use. It's difficult for a professor to assign a book to their students if it costs 25 or $30. However, if we can get the price down, we can get a lot more readers. So what's the, what's the plan? Yeah. So to get the price down and to get, get it out to the, the widest audience possible, we're hopefully going to, to move on to e-publishing and online publishing, uh, make these books 
cheaper for to, for, to produce and cheaper for the reader to, to purchase. So this means people can load, once we do complete the translation, people can load them onto a Kindle or a Nook or an iPad or anything they use to read. Uh... On, on your home computer, on your, on your favorite device, you can take it anywhere with you. Oh, I can't wait to be walking down the aisles of the Amtrak and seeing people reading Yiddish literature. Yes. That will be a bit of a triumph. That's very nice. And, and how about Packentrager? What are we doing with that? So we are coming out uh, next month with our fir first ever digital edition of the Packentrager, devoted exclusively to Yiddish literary translations. And uh, we got a wide range, just like the fellowship, we got a wide range of submissions, a wide range of projects. Um, we'll have about 18 different and new translations in this issue from poetry, prose, and even drama, um, and, and even some um, historical documents will be in there, too. It's, it's a really exciting, exciting issue coming out. So having just edited a lot of this material, I was amazed, really amazed, uh, you know, and again, amazed by the range of what we're reading there. So one thing I found particularly striking, although... Actually, I found everything striking, but one thing that was just kind of my jaw dropped open as I read it was a transcript from the Bialystok ghetto during the, the Second World War. Can you tell us a little bit about that? So this is an amazing document, um, a clandestine meeting of, of different Zionist groups coming together in the Bialystok ghetto, 1943, talking about resistance. Right, and we should explain that this was a point at which most of the other ghettos had already been liquidated by right. this point. And survivors from those ghettos had, had snuck out, had made their way to Bialystok to alert them. So they knew exactly what was coming. There was no, uh, there was no doubt any longer what their fate would be, and they're trying to respond to it. Yes, and, and the question is not whether to resist, but how to resist. Do they, do they stay in the ghetto, or do they flee to the, to the forests and fight there? And, and as you say, they know what uh, fate has in store for them, but they want to, to, to go down as heroes. They want to, to, to resist to the very last moment. Yeah, well, the eloquence with which they debate this. And then, of course, keeping in mind that these are people probably in their 20s, right? It, it, it's, you know, these are, these are young people, passionate people. They're facing the greatest tragedies, and yet they are, they are able to, to, to act. It's, it's a really incredible read, and, and the translation is just superb as well. Well, it gives me goosebumps just to talk about it, and I can't wait for this issue to get out there. Uh, we should just explain an electronic or a digital issue of the Pocket Tracker means it's available online, and once again, you'll be able to, we'll let everybody know about it, and you'll be able to log on and read all of this on any device you have. So, uh, any idea of the ETA on all of this? When can we expect it? Uh, so the, the translation issue should be out sometime next month, and everyone will, will get a, uh, an advance notice to, to know how to download, how to, how to access it online. Okay, look forward to that. It will be great, really a winner. And it will also be a little bit of a forespice for what's coming down the road because as we speak, there are literally you know, six remarkable people all over the world working on translations, and those should be done hopefully within a year or so, and we'll figure out how to get those into print as well, right? Absolutely, absolutely. There's, there's a lot coming down the line, and uh, I'm very excited to, to bring it out. Seb, thank you so much. Uh, I don't want to keep you. It looks like you've got your hands full right now, but this is just thrilling in every possible way. We'll have you back in six months to tell us, uh, give us a progress report and let us know how things are, are going at that point. A shenem dank. Thank you, Sebastian Schulman. You've been listening to Tune In, a production of the Yiddish Book Center in Amherst, Massachusetts. To subscribe to this and other podcasts, tune into our website. That's www.yiddishbookcenter.org www.yiddishbookcenter, all one word, dot O-R-G. Our producer is Agnieszka Ilvitska. I'm Aaron Lansky. I'm Starkin Gesund. Be well, be healthy, and tune in again soon. <laughs>